0: Hey everyone, hey and welcome back to yet another episode of Alf Metallica. This is your host, Tom Quee here. We're going through every Metallica song. You know this by now, and I appreciate you for joining us. Today we are dealing with poor twisted me, which a lot of people, and this isn't just resident load hater over here saying this, a lot of people regard this as one of Metallica's very worst songs, and I've heard that through the Twitter at Metallica Pod. i love to hear feedback from you guys on this. So get in touch with me at MetallicaPod. Uh, reach out to me, Metallica Pod at gmail.com if you want to hop on the show, you want to Discuss a song like today's guest patreon is there i want to give a quick shout out to tristan who actually became a patron this morning thank you so much sir and if you give back to the show on patreon but patreon basically what you get is access to an rss fee where you can download episodes like this you know a week or two before they drop on the main channel leave us a review on itunes as well help to support us on youtube but i want to jump straight into the song i want to jump straight into the guest and joining us from georgia is wade wade how's it going sir
1: it's going very good. Thank you for uh, having me on here today.
0: Of course, of course. And from what I gather, you've been a Metallica fan for quite a while.
1: Yes, uh, huge fan. Uh, started right after the Black Album came out. Uh, I believe I was uh, 13. Mm. Uh, yeah, they, they, they hooked me from, yeah. from right then. Yeah. Uh, what was the first experience? Do you remember the first time you heard them? Uh, absolutely. Um, my mother took me and my sister and my, my younger brother to a trip in uh, Florida, and my sister was uh, begging my mom because Inner Sandman was the big song. Right. So she was begging my mom to to let her buy the Black Album. Mm. And uh, finally, after a while, my mom let her buy it. And my sister got tired with Inner Sandman. So then I inherited the tape and I just devoured it. Yeah. And it, it was all over this vacation in Florida. So, I mean, I'll, I'll never, ever forget that. <laughs>
0: And today we're dealing with the follow up. We're dealing with a song from Load, which yeah. divides a lot of people. So let's put our cards on the table now, Wade. Are you a Load fan? What do you make of this era?
1: Um, well, going back to to what I was saying before, I I got into the Black Album, then I went backwards real mm-hmm. quick, and then the next thing that comes out is Load, and you hear the song Ate My Bitch," and it's like, what is this? You know, this this isn't my Metallica, but i i gave it a a more of a chance because i was so young and because i looked up to them and load really it it didn't take too long for it to really take a hold um just the the content of the music and the songs are, are fantastic so i am a huge load huge reload fan um there's one album that i really don't care for and okay. that's that's about it. Yeah, is that Saint Anger by any chance? Yes, yes. Good <laughs> guess. Good guess. Did you and uh, even in the, even in that? There's gems on that. Side. Yeah,
0: I mean, um, at the time of us recording this, they played Portugal yesterday. The opening, uh, you know, show of the European leg, stadium leg. Did you see that they played Frantic live?
1: I seen they played Frantic. They played God That Failed. Yeah. They played. Oh my goodness! Disposable heroes, yeah, it's like
0: it's like I think years ago they did like an April Fool's set list or something, and Poor Twisted Me might have been on that. (laughs) If you saw that, that circulated, but this this felt like a bit of a uh, bit of a fever dream as well. So um, yeah, let's get into the song. You know, it is um, one of the shorter songs on Load. Four minutes, like bang on four minutes. So it right. is It is um, the second shortest song off the record. Just Wasting My Hate is a few seconds below that. Uh, we kick in with, to me personally, the epitome of low detritus here. Uh, you know, the open slide intro, the self-chug, the reverb. It's just a little masturbatory a little nothing and not even in a guitar hero kind of way just in a kind of lazy rich rock star this'll do kind of way i mean I, I don't know how what you feel about this intro riff
1: yeah well the the intro the first time i heard it i thought it was really cool because i was messing with delay on when i was oh, learning yeah. guitar so i thought it was cool but um it's very very loose just very you know they it's to me it sounds like they were all sitting there and james was like hey check this out yeah and they just kind of built a song around it in the the four minutes it it takes to listen to the song very loose uh very thrown together um but one thing that i I like to do is i I have all i have a a set list of all my metallica songs Mm -hmm. and uh the the throwaway (laughs) songs that that I mean, I wouldn't say they're throwaway, but the songs on load that just kind of seem like they're just put in there for filler, um, like maybe Cure, Poor Twisted Me, and Wasting My Hate. Yeah. When you put those in the context of a playlist where you're not expecting them, when they come on, it's it's like, okay, this is a jam, you know? Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, yeah, that that makes perfect sense. And what we're doing here on Alpha Metallica, we're kind of pulling them out of their any context, really. Right, And just kind of dissecting them for what they were. But but yeah, no, I can totally feel what you're saying there. And I don't know, it it does have this looseness to it, but, and I can totally understand why people would like this riff, because it just has this kind of, this trot, this swagger to it. But it doesn't really... You know, I mean, say like a band like, I don't know, Leonard Skinner or Little Feet or Atomic Rooster. It doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't feel quite as locked in for me. It feels a little bit pointless at times. But we do have the two guitars here, like a lot of load. And what do you make about the sort of interweaving sections before we get to the first verse, like Kirk kind of bending and leading it?
1: Yeah, the, the, the guitar play is, is um, it's not boring, but it's it's not very inspired either i don't think um <laughs> uh, but no, no i i love I, I do enjoy this song and i do mm-hmm. i do listen to it but it's yeah. just very um just you know like i said not inspired it, it just
0: no the the mo-
1: main central on this song to me is the lyrics the music is not metallic at its best
0: no no and you know it's funny you mentioned the lyrics because i always rally against load I, and i kind of hit upon a eureka moment when i was listening to this song this morning on the way to work there's something that happens on a lot of load songs that add to the sense of inertia throughout the album there is so much repetition within the lyrics so ain't my bitch is all out of my way out of my day into down down two by four is, i can't hear you kept being said over and over again uh jack built the higher the father the longer it stains you it hates you you in until it sleeps um hero of the day keeps ending with mama they try mono try bleeding me is i'm digging my way i'm pushing my way, i'm so th- and look i know that kind of repeating a lyrical line is part of the mechanism of songwriting but it's really explicit on load and again yeah. it just I, I you know obviously i adore metallica we all adore metallica on this podcast i wouldn't be doing it otherwise but i just feel like they're treading water a little bit on these tunes when they could be really knocking it out of the park
1: Right. I, I, I get that, too. Um, uh, uh, the counter argument to that is what what is the point that James is trying to drive home with repeating these words? Sure. You know, there's 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 got to be a reason that it, he felt that it was so important just to repeat and repeat and repeat like an old poor twisted me that he's driving home that he is completely miserable Yeah. and in some way and you know we're not totally into the lyrics yet but in, in some way that brings him some kind of peace mm-hmm. um yeah I, I won't go too far into the lyrics because we're not there yet no I mean,
0: yeah, let's uh, um let, let's get let's
1: get into the lyrics okay, actually yeah.
0: um because yeah I what do you what do you make of? It? i mean for me one of the things that i like is poor twisted me it gave us the title poor touring me which is certainly yeah. one of the, their best name tours they always go for the pun or some sort of double entendre with the world magnetic or madly in anger with the world or whatever and i do really like that and there is a kind of self-hate aspect isn't there a pitying aspect about poor twisted me
1: right yeah and the the third line on it or the third line on it is i I feast on sympathy Mm. i chew on suffer i chew on agony so right off the bat he's Mm. saying this is what makes me feel kind of whole is this you know i i just i i hate it but i crave it at the same time Mm -hmm. that's what i get out of that you know he's he's just this this misery this this uh feeling twisted If if he didn't feel that Would he feel anything at all? and this uh, this
0: perpetuating cycle there and some of the images aren't bad actually the drown without a sea as well mm-hmm. um and then you know the, the lungs filling um there is this kind of aquatic metaphor that's going through reaching the shore um bathing the soul etc i don't know you know I've, I've always said hetfield is no leonard cohen and um i don't think he reaches great heights here and to me personally the repetition can get a little bit redundant perhaps but it is quite a tight song isn't it as i said it's kind of in and out it's four minutes and a lot of people on twitter have been saying that you almost don't realize how short it is it kind of ends before it's even begun
1: right right um i want to go back to that line that you just mentioned um i, I kind of had a, a eureka moment myself mm-hmm. today when i was listening to the song where he says uh he survived the storm and he's and cold so so he got out it, it almost to me when when i read that is he got out of this misery that he was in and when he was out of it he turned around and thought well now i'm i'm alone and cold I, I was more i felt more comfortable back in the misery so he turns around and he bathes his soul again back in that misery it's yeah. almost like uh like an addiction you know we, we all know that james during this time was going through you know all the all the addictions and that was probably his his high moment yeah. of uh he's fighting his, those things
0: his friend of misery
1: yes yeah. absolutely
0: yeah yeah and yeah so, and it, i
1: mean it just what i see there is just him him finding an escape from it and then turn around and feeling like he's nothing without it and then going right back into it
0: and, it, and his vocals on this track as well have to be commended he hits some twisted nah, you know he hits some big notes on the chorus oh yeah
1: absolutely he um james is always i mean, he's he's my my guitar hero and he's my vocal hero yeah. too i mean he uh in this song i mean you you're right he the the heights that he reaches with his voice and just the the experiments he, he's you yeah, know, he's, he's my hero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and... Can almost do no wrong. Yeah, I know I know what you mean. I, did, I don't think there's anyone
0: that plays guitar as good as he does and sings equally as good. Like, even like, say, I don't know, Prince, for example. I wouldn't say Prince is like an amazing singer. Obviously, he's an incredible guitar player. But, mm. like, James is kind of the ultimate frontman archetype. Like, I, I can't really see him
1: equaled in that realm. Right, right. With most guitarists, uh, singer-guitarists, you trade... Well, especially for for metal, you oh, yeah. trade something the other either well, you D- play Damon really Stay. good and you don't sing yeah exactly. I, mean, I didn't cannot... want to bring up dave <laughs> he cannot sing but... for shit like he's a t- yeah well that's know. what he sounds like when he's singing he sounds like he's taking a shit yeah he does he does and it's kind of, <laughs> it really baffled me because you know I, I like megadeth and listen to
0: like rust in peace and euthanasia the, the singing's not bad actually but clearly there's some after effects on there because when you hear those songs live it's just it's just gargling like it's ungodly and exactly. um we got to the big bluesy solo which of course we have on load. Um, you know, Kirk. It was quite ballsy in a way what he did on load and reload. Again, I can't think of many metal guitar players that would put themselves on the line and just try and you know just do blues box solos for for the record. Like there's no kind of there's no affectations towards what he was doing before. There's nothing reminiscent of any justice playing or master etc. Um, what, what would you make of the solo that he does on "Poor Twisted Me"?
1: um it's very i mean it's very kirk load era (laughs) it is somewhat somewhat watered down you know it kind of goes with the flow of the song it's very i mean it it makes sense yeah um everything goes where it should but just as with the song it's very loose but not loose in a good way just very (sighs) Mm-hmm. Uninspired. Well, you know that—that's the, yeah. the reoccurring word for me. It's just it very uninspired.
0: It is. I mean, yeah, stock is a key word here. Stock that, that, <laughs> that they both put forward, uh, Lars and James, and it always becomes the uh, you know the key vocab there. And um, yeah, as I say, James works on the song vocally, and I appreciate what he's doing here. Kirk's solo for me is completely redundant. Um, you know, it's just. I really like blues guitar playing and blues soloing, especially people like Stevie Ray Vaughan and Robert Cray and Derek Trucks. And I just I kind of I'm salivating thinking what they could do with this backing, this kind of spacious strutting riff. But yeah, um, Kurt, just kind of plays something here, like something like you said, you play guitar before. Like, I'm not a very good guitar player. I think I could play a better solo than Kirk plays on this song. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's very—it's um, almost like he—he he, uh, is trying to play the lead equivalent of what James is playing on sure. rhythm, and, sure. and we fall into that quite a bit during this era with Kirk. And he—he yeah. he does have some masterpieces on on the Load and Reload albums, but Definitely. a lot of times it, it sounds like he's just trying to trying to fit in too much without. Creating his own
0: identity yeah. in the song. Yeah, yeah. There's, when I listen to the solo, there's certain places that he goes. Where I'm like, oh, you should have hung on that lick a little bit more. He should have reinforced this. But it's kind of all over the place. There's no real narrative to it. And then it kind of there isn't really much of a bridge either. Because post solo, we get kind of a call and response here from the rhythm guitar and Kirk playing against it back into the final verse and um, yeah there's not really a secondary movement as such the mood is there but it's just for me I suppose a little turgid a little apathetic a little phlegmy and ultimately the worst you know the worst accusation I can volley at a song kind of forgettable
1: Mm, yeah that's fair that is fair uh like i said towards the beginning of the conversation this song listened into the context of the album load very skippable
0: yes yeah i mean Um,
1: would you say would you say it's the
0: um, worst song on load um it's kind of in that low bracket right
1: it, it it is in the low low bracket i'm i'm not a huge fan of um uh wasting my hate i feel yeah. like that's another one that's kind of uh, i think the riff- cure out, out of the yeah. worst songs cure would probably be my favorite <laughs> the worst songs but- <laughs> Yeah, Poor Twisted Me falls pretty low on, on the Load list.
0: Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? I mean, they're consecutive. Cure Poor Twisted Me and of My Hate, which I, I've always said, I think Load is like a front-loaded album. Um, post Bleeding Me, it definitely goes downhill. And um, mm. yeah, I probably like Wasting My Hate a little bit more than Poor Twisted Me, just because I think the riff's a bit more fun in the beginning. But but yeah, I totally get what you mean. I put them on the same kind of, you know, the same corridor of averageness. They're all neighbors right. on there. Now, um, as we always do, we go out to you guys, a uh, Great to hear what you think about this song. Got a lot of feedback on this song. First on the Facebook page, which if you guys want to join, just search Alf Metallica. I, you know, the things that I post on Twitter are posting there. Great to hear some feedback on there. Sam saying, bluesy and pretty badass. John Bradshaw saying, for me, I think it's the worst original song they've ever put on an album. I mean, that, that's, uh, that's pretty... That's, think, that's harsh. There's worse Metallica songs than Paul Twisted Me, I would say. I'd say like an attitude,
1: I, I, would, I
0: would say is worse.
1: Yeah, um i'm not i'm i'm a huge metallica fan but i've never really uh got into saint anger but what is the one where he says shoot me again i ain't dead yet yeah that one <laughs> that one's way low for me that one.
0: yeah shoot me again that is yeah <laughs> yeah know, shoot I, me again that's the song again. yeah yeah um, and heading on to Twitter, at MetallicaPod, uh, Savage Bloody Podcast saying, it's a little gimmicky with the distorted vocals. I still enjoy its swagger, and it opens up and climbs nicely on the pre-chorus. Would have liked more of a proper bridge section. The solo doesn't do much for poor Twisted Me. Um... Ralph saying, don't know if I'd say I dislike this track, but I've never found it all that appealing, even when Load was released and I actually dig the album. This is a skipper to me and feels like needless filler. Maybe could have worked as a cool experimental B-side. Uh, Tristan saying, putting Cure and Poor Twisted Me back to back is where the album starts to fall apart, in my opinion. Poor Twisted Me is pretty much a filler track with no replay value. The band should have made one album out of Load and Reload. Would have, ba- would have made a good rock record. See, this is good because when I said that I didn't like Outlaw Torn, everyone turned on me, but now everyone seems to be, on more, you know, appreciate me. Apart from Clint Wells, Clint Wells of Matt at Your Podcast, obviously I adore Clint saying poor twisted me is awesome. We, we know that guy bleeds oh, long, yeah. right? Like <laughs> Yeah. He, if you if you cut him, he would bleed blood and semen, like I have no doubt about that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that would be the next uh, Metallica cover album. (laughs) Uh,
0: Stan saying, decent riff, a pointless solo, and sub Glenn Danzig channeling vocals. I just listened to it. Surprise is only four minutes. It seems like it's longer. Uh, Tom saying, there are only a handful of studio tracks across Metallica's entire discography I would say that I dislike. This is the only one I would say I genuinely think is awful, and I have absolutely no idea how they put it together and thought it was worthy of a release that bad. Steph saying, as a huge fan of Load and Reload, I have to admit this is definitely one of the most... boring tracks uh sabra saying it's all right dastan saying it's okay whenever i listen to load i don't mind going through the whole song but i wouldn't mind it if it didn't exist so um yeah <laughs> pretty universally despised it seems wait
1: yeah yeah um yeah it's not not the best but no. it, like i said if if it just comes on yeah. you, out of context it's not bad It's yeah. it's not a bad jam
0: Yeah, 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 I know what you mean. And I spoke about this early on the show of The Run, like my bounce theory. So I don't know if you've listened to Bon Jovi's Bounce album from 2002, it's a terrible album the only reason i listen to it is because when i was a kid it was one of the only albums my, my cousin gave me an album to part my ipod i listen to it all the time and i really like it i know objectively that it's awful but because i just heard it so much i'm just kind of inoculated to any criticism and it's like this great album in my eyes so you know maybe it's about free. but then again i'm not trying to demean people who genuinely like this song i understand you are out there such as yourself um any uh closing thoughts on poor twisted Me?
1: um it's It's a song. It's a Metallica song. song. It's it's Um, a song. Put put any other band name on it. I think it would be looked on a little bit better. Yeah. But you put Metallica on it and people expect way way more than that totally
0: totally agree and I, I, I've said the same thing about say, Anger as well I think if some like unknown new metal band put out say, Anger it'd be a minor masterpiece but just be, yeah, because it has all the Metallica baggage um, they've only played this song four times interestingly um, they've done it at the Bridge School Benefit which if you want to go back and check out the episodes with John on the Bridge School Benefit we actually reviewed this song they gave it a bit more of a chunkier acoustic feel they actually played it in Tokyo Japan as well at the Yo Yogi Olympic Pool in 1999 and also did it. Um, I think on a radio show, KSJO, December eighteenth, ninety-seven. Um, you know, we're seeing a lot of odd choices on the
1: worldwide tour. Is "Poor Twisted Me" going to be played, like in Germany? I absolutely doubt it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I, I, if they played "Poor Twisted Me," I would. Um, yeah, it would be uh, I, I have no idea. They, they, they could maybe rewrite it and make it better. But yeah. Which, you know with Metallica, anything that they play live is going to always sound better.
0: Yeah, and as I say, live, it's nice that it's immortalized as poor touring me, as the load mm-hmm. tour. Like, I really like that they did that for it. So we will um, close up with a few quick-fire questions, Wade. The first one is, what is your actual favorite Metallica song?
1: Um, favorite Metallica song? It's like picking a child. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I have three children, and I love all of them equally. Yeah. Um, I kind of... I go back, probably, it's, it would say creeping death mm. anytime i hear that song it always yeah. gets turned up anytime yeah. i see them live and they play creeping death i can't wait for the die bridge that song i mean it's got an epic story mm-hmm. the, the music is perfect the solo kirk solos is yeah, yeah yeah just amazing so yeah without a doubt creeping Death.
0: yeah 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 I, I, it, for me it's creepy death and blackened are battling you know daily but yeah i'll probably say creepy death is probably their best song i agree and um, what about favorite album by the band a favorite album um
1: justice mm-hmm. uh with with all of its flaws justice is that, that was the second album that i bought i went in reverse order the second yeah. album i ever heard from metallica and you know when it comes in with blackened and just the the lyrical content being a uh 14 year old hearing about the injustices of the world <laughs> and all these things it kind of set yeah, yeah set the tone of the human being that i was going to be mm-hmm. or am so yeah definitely justice favorite member james, james. come on yeah he's 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 the he's the, the guy. face and the voice mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh
0: you've seen them live quite a few times you saw them um in 94 right cincinnati ohio yes mm-hmm.
1: i saw them uh 94 uh, shit hits the sheds tour
0: cool
1: and i saw them in 98 for the poor Retouring me tour nice. which was uh, that was a really interesting show that was the one where they broke off um during that tour like the last half of the second half where they did two or three and uh acoustics songs okay, cool and then uh, halfway through the last acoustic song, they busted out and finished it out. Electric, great, great, great concert. Was that and when, then uh... I saw them twice. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, no,
0: sorry. I'm just saying, was that when Jerry Cantrell supported them? Was that that tour? Yes.
1: Okay, yes, cool. absolutely. Yep. And did he do like Alice songs?
0: What was his, I guess, some
1: solo you know... stuff. It was a very long time ago. I w- that was very. That was ninety eight, um, and I was there to see Metallica. Yeah, um, yeah, I remember Jerry Control had some some songs that I knew, but I was not very sure. Sure, in sure. Seeing Jerry.
0: And then you saw them Nashville, right? It was one of the times recently.
1: Yeah, I saw them twice on the World Wired tour. I saw them in Atlanta, and then I went and seen the uh, the Nashville show, which was amazing. Both of those were fantastic. Uh, the Nashville show. Uh, I went with my mother and uh, we were on the, the rail and uh, right at the end of the show, James gave his wristband to the security guard who walked it straight over to her Damn. and my my jaw hit the <laughs> rail in front of me. Yeah, it was still wet with sweat. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: so cool. That's so cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I guess final question, if you were to do a podcast like this about a band that you love, what, what's one you'd like to cover?
1: without a doubt rush uh, Yo, rush is is love rush one of the best bands that get the least amount of recognition mm-hmm. that they deserve mm-hmm. absolutely um i grew up with metallica and rush uh two two different ends of the the rock spectrum yeah and uh rush deserves way 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 more credit than what they get
0: yeah i i adore rush as well i think there's quite a few rush podcasts actually I've not listened to them much myself, but I'm, I'm pretty sure someone else has said Rush on the show. And I always tend to look it up when they say them. And um, yeah, Russia, is sensational. The um, Beyond the Lighted Stage uh, documentary, it's probably my most watched music doc. I just love it. I just think it gives such a brilliant overview of their career.
1: Oh yeah, and, and how smart they are. Yeah. That band was just, they knew not to let the excesses of this life You know, drag them into a direction they were always in control of what they were doing, whether or not their fans liked it or not, Mm -hmm. kind of mirrors what Metallica does. Whether their fans like it or not, this is the kind of album they're going to make. They're not going to cater to anybody else. You know, just having the balls as a band to be like, this is what we want to make. We're not going to make the same album five times. If you can make the same album five times, you'd be lucky to get to the fifth album. You know,
0: so. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah! Rush podcast would be an amazing thing, and uh, as I say, you know, people go out and go listen to podcasts, and everyone go forth and make your own podcast. I encourage you. You know, it's a great thing to do. So, um, anything finally for you, Wade? Anything you would like to promote or anything?
1: No, I'm just just a regular dude who's a big music fan
0: all right well, this has been great um thank you again for coming on thanks everyone for listening uh, get at us at metallica pod we've got the facebook group is there uh our tom waits podcast is back as I said before so search tom waits podcast on itunes i put the link down below uh my system Redown video where i go through every single system Redown song on my own personal order ranking 66 to 1 is on youtube so just search that out as well uh patreon is there itunes leave it to review Wade, this has been a great one thanks again sir
1: thank you so much tom